Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Trample Pet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, December 11th, 2021. I am your host, Andy Vaughn, and with me, as always, is Gordo. How you doing, G-Man? I'm good. Very good. A preemptive yo there. Just so excited about a very good week for the yeah. show. Um, partly thanks to us, but mainly thanks um, to our guest for the last few weeks, Connor Mack. Connor, how are you? Doing good, guys. You? Yeah, well, I'm I'm doing all right. Not as good as you. Exactly. Not as good as you. Uh, What a week we had last week. And when I say we, um, I'm just sort of including myself and Connor's greatness there. Uh, So we'll we'll run through, as always, we'll run through the picks from last week's show, um, let you know how we got on. Um, And it starts with the banker bets, as always. I am now just going to back against Greuterforth every game that they play until they win two in a row, I think. Because it's ridiculous. Leverkusen at home to Firth was 1-4. This had paid out after 17 minutes when Leverkusen went 2-0 up. They led 3-1 at halftime and they won 7-1. Squeak squeak that one home. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Greuter Firth are not... I think what we've established are they are not a Bundesliga team and and they're maybe not even a Bundesliga 2 team at the moment. They're maybe not um, even a football team. No, like maybe they were a handball team or something yeah. like that. And they've just, they've just got like we need to give football a go because we get kicked out of the handball league. Like. Yeah, and they just found their way into the Bundesliga. <laughs> um, I, yeah. did, I, did, I did see that uh, in the city though. This was the number two trending podcast in the country. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they got a lot of mentions on this show. Yeah. They do. <laughs> Um, I was on Friday night for quite a lot of my picks and the, the only one of any, well, good note uh, was Porto away at Porto Menense. They won 3-0. Comfortable it was. They kicked off at 5-11. to 11, So uh, it was a decent price again. A and game. <laughs> actually, do you know what? See, because it was Porto, it basically finished about there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, they won 3-0. Uh, 1-0 up at halftime. You were paid out by the 70th minute. So Connor. Your banker. Uh, so I was in Germany uh, and I went back to the four to five well to that Bayern Munich. Uh, great game. Oh, brilliant game. Great. Absolute credit to German football. Um, Dortmund went one nil up after five minutes and then Bayern went two one up at half time and then Haaland scored straight after half time and then the game changed on a really dodgy penalty decision that me and Andy were talking about. We were texting non-stop. It's, it's a handball. It's a definite definite handball. It was, you know, <laughs> it was either... If that goes against you, you are fuming. Uh, yeah, it's true. Um, it was given and Lewandowski just put it away and then Bayern held on. But that wasn't even the best bit about the game. The best bit about the game was Jude Bellingham afterwards saying that the referee... He had already been, yeah. he's a cheat and already been involved in match fixing before. It was, just, it was great. It was great just to see a player say it how it is. Yeah. 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 See what all the fans are saying. And, and that, that shows you two things, right? One, that he's really angry yeah. about the situation. But two, also, he really cares about yeah. the game and the result, which is what you want from your players at the end of the day. And I mean, he only got fined 35,000 euros, which is probably nothing, to be fair. So. Yeah. I mean, that would be annoying. That'd be annoying if one of us got that sort of fine, probably. You know, I'm, I'm, that'd be that'd yeah. be different. That'd cause you problems. <laughs> just a bit of grief, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. him though. Not no, him. no, no. But it finished three two, and I finally got that four to five banker. So good start. It was a good was start. It, was it you, Connor? Was it you that was involved with the FE match fixing? <laughs> I, I really need, I really need my four to five banker. Then yeah. I let him know it was the last week on the pod. I said I really need this four to five. I've been pushing this four to five for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, great start. And a great start to the show as well. Getting the banker treble in uh, for me certainly is is always the one thing I want from the show every week. 
we can get the bank of treble in. It basically means a three roll for everything else. Um, so, so lovely. On to the value picks. Um, I, I know a lot of people already know the result of my value because I've taken some flack in the Facebook group for it, but it did it did cost me a lot of money in returns because uh, we'd done so well in all the other picks. I had several Akas rolling on to Randers versus Odense in the Danish Lands Pokal Cup. Randers went and just lost this game 2-0. I thought they'd be much, much better. Um, so it's the first leg. So I'll be annoyed now if they go away to Odense and win that game 3-2 and, and go through overall. I hope they go out. They missed a penalty though, did they not? Yeah, they yeah. Did. So it wasn't as if they didn't have chances. Um, no, they had. No, they had chances. It was one of these games. It was probably. It was close. I thought Randers would 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 run out quite comfortable winners. I didn't expect this to be as much of a coin flip as it was. If you look at the stats, both teams were very similar. Yeah, uh, and 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 that wasn't what I was wanting. I was wanting Randers to to really come out and win this, like even one nil, but a comfortable one nil, you know, where the other team has like two or three shots on target over the whole game, not for both teams to be equal matches to each other. So I got that one wrong. Um, so my apologies. Speaking of getting things wrong, I was wrong on Friday night another two times. Uh, this was Red Star versus Bergen Bress and I'd taken Bergen Bress away at what I thought was a very good price, uh, about nine to five. Uh, Red Star went out and won 2 1. It even set up the way that I'd quite liked it as well. Red Star got an early goal and Bergen Brest equalised. And I went shopping, put my phone away, and come back. And I'd won I'd had two notifications, which means I know the game ended and I know one other thing happened, right? So nothing. And I, I just, I was like, it's going to be Bergen Brest's win. Nope. Congratulations, Red Star, for getting, uh, for getting the points. Uh, disappointing in that one. But I'll keep backing Bergen Brest because they're, they're the best team in that league by a country mile. Um, just not against Red Star. So, Connor, obviously, you've kind of given away that you know all of these are going to be winners. But <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was I was in uh, Spain on Saturday night. I uh, had Real Madrid at uh, twelve to eleven or six to five. We shopped about. Um, Real Madrid won comfortably two 0 I thought it was going to go all tits up when Benzema went off injured after six minutes. Um, but uh, goals from Vinicius Junior and. Jovic, Jovic, Luka Jovic, who mm-hmm. doesn't really score for Real Madrid, uh, <laughs> straight after half time, made it quite comfortable. And Chelsea Dad were never really in the game, really. Uh, they're very, they're struggling now. I think yeah, they've early played season, right off, haven't they? Yeah, they're really struggling. And Real Madrid just keep marching on, really. So, yep, two for two so far, six to five. Thank you. <laughs> on to the outsiders. This is where we look for something that we think might have a wee bit of value at a big price. Uh, try and cater for everyone on this show. So, um, my my pick was almost three to one in the German Dritte Liga. Quite fancied this one, Braunschweig versus Meppen, um, and a way win for Meppen here. Almost three to one looks reasonably tasty. They lost five 0 it, uh, it was good. Yep, good five 0 loss for Andy's uh, yeah, outsider there. Absol- um, absolutely solid, wonderful. And, and do you know what? I quite like having those games because you're not fucked over by a ninety eighth minute penalty. The writing's on the wall from the get go, and you yeah. just got it wrong. I mean, there was a lot of doings in Germany. I'm sure we're going to talk about uh, some other predicted games like that. But through Leverkusen and Meppen and various different bits, there was there was a lot of goals. The there was a lot of goals, yeah. Um, on the complete opposite to that spectrum, uh, a game which for the whole game looked like it was going to finish 1-0, which I didn't like, uh, was, a, was a beautiful Brighton equaliser. Uh, took me to a one-each draw, which I backed as a correct score. Because it, that was it, and I'm sure Connor can can give us a lowdown on this, but yeah, Southampton drew uh, with Brighton. It was ninety plus six or something. Ninety plus eight, I think. Uh, yeah, it was ten minutes stoppage time. It hit it hit three figures up in the clock and the top left. So yeah, and I was very okay. happy with that. So, um, but it's nice to get one of those ones. It's nice to get a ninety plus eight that's not you know against you. So that was nice, and it was about eleven to five that draw. So both of them drew midweek on last week's podcast when we were talking about it, conspired to draw after doing well. So Connor, I'm assuming you watched it or Yeah, I was I was there and to be honest, to be honest I'm not surprised because it went exactly the way I told you it would. Yeah. It went one nil up very early, should have killed the game in the first half, led one nil at half time, and then Ralph Hassenhutel just went, Well, we're one nil up, guys, we might as well just sit back, uh, continue to sit back, right and had chances after chances. And then I thought they made all three subs and Trossard got injured. That's the 10 minutes of stoppage time. Yeah. And I thought, God, we might hold on here. And then they got a free kick in the 98th minute. 
Uh, and we were at the end, it went in. James Ward-Prowse ran back onto the line for some reason. And then the, the free kick got deflected off the wall and landed at Moypay's feet, played on side by Ward-Prowse. And he slotted it away. Um, later to find out that Alex McCarthy had pulled his hamstring. That's why. Oh, yeah, he couldn't dive. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Couldn't dive. Uh, so, yeah, finished one all, and it went exactly how I thought it was. <laughs> I mean, it pretty a good, much... A good the, win. Good a good outsider win. win, Gordon. It was a yeah. good outsider win, but uh, the theme of this weekend was Connor getting everything right <laughs> when it comes to this. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you're outsider. Take us through it. Uh, yeah, so I went to Italy, um, and this turned out to be a bit of a punt, actually, because Atalanta went off at 13-8, to 8, and I backed them at 23-10. to 10. Um and they played Napoli in possibly one of the best games of football I'd ever seen. Uh, it was end-to-end. Atalanta created so many chances. They went 1-0 up very early. Then Napoli pulled it back. Then Dries Mertens put Napoli 2-1 up. And then Demarau and Frulla scored two inside 10 minutes for Atalanta to win 3-2. And it was, it was the best game of football I'd ever seen. It was just two teams who didn't know how to defend. Just end-to-end. It could have been 6-all at one point. But uh, the theme of the week is all winners. So, yep. 23 to 10. Thank you very much. Take that. Superb. Two excellent outsiders in. Two out of three on the outsiders is very, yeah. very good. Um, so, so delighted with that, boys. Well done. On to our charity pick, which is a pick from each of us. And we put the treble on. All proceeds go to a charity of our choosing. I started off nice Saturday morning, 5 a.m. It was the final game week of the Japanese J-League. Kashima Antlers needed a win to ensure they got their Champions League spot and finished fourth in the table. Away at Vigalta Sendai, and they got that win 1-0. So the charity bet leg one came in at odds of 1-2. to two. So it was technically not charity bet leg one. because well, it was uh, leg two, wasn't it? It was leg you'd two. Already, you'd already... I, I murdered the charity bet, yes. Uh, congratulations to Bastia Borgo, uh, who conspired to turn a big streak of uh, yellow and red that they had in their home form into one green one, uh, beating Le Mans 1-0. Wasn't really much of note happened in this game. Now, now at half time, they scored in the 59th minute. Le Mans got guys sent off at 85. So at that point, dead. Um, but yeah, so I, I charity bet death on me this week, and I will be on it this week. Uh, and then I was the last leg of the charity, but there was a lot more riding on this game than the charity bet because I had a, I had all my four selections in a fourfold. Uh, and as as already said, I was three for three at the time. And I was just waiting on Viacano, and I predicted last week that they would score after either 30 or 40 minutes and make me sweat for my money. And they did. They scored after 40 minutes through an own goal. And then they just sat back and defended very well. Didn't have a single shot on target the whole game, Viacano, and won 1-0. Uh, <laughs> and four for four for me. Uh, and that fourfold off a £20 state return, 648.50. Wonderful. Nice. What a way to round off your guest spot stint as well. Yeah. It's a bit of a strange feeling though, really, because like I'm four for four. Uh, I've had a very good week. My last week, I feel a bit like Ollie. I'm giving an interview now after being sacked by Man United. <laughs> and Daniel Fark, to, there you go. Yeah, Daniel Fark. Yeah, I feel like Daniel Fark. I've just beat Prentice for fuck's sake. And I'm going yeah. <laughs> you know, You're not getting place. sacked. You were, you were on a limited time contract, which, <laughs> which we are not paying you for. Why do you even it's, want to do this? <laughs> it's, it's all right. I, I heard through the grapevine that a certain Mr. John Walker was not impressed that I got four for four. Yeah, and yeah that's it. He'd already conspired to get rid of me after this week anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been, bril- it's been brilliant, Connor. What, what a performance. Ah, yeah. Four out of four in the last week. Helped the show. The show had a really good week as a result and delighted to hear you back your, your own selections in a fourfold. That's, uh, that's nice. 600 odd quid. Yeah, yeah you, can't, you can't grumble with that. No, and, you know, I'm getting married in two weeks. That helps out quite a lot. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm what? sure that's, no, that's, no, already, no, no, no. that's already allocated. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> what are you talking about? You keep this. I was going to say you keep this on the QT, but then again, you are like broadcasting this on a yeah. oh, there, is a, there is a Spotify link to the evidence like yeah um, but no brilliant and, and I'm sure we'll sure we'll have you on for some of the darts episodes as well because it'd be nice for Andy to have a companion who 
uh, actually knows <laughs> <laughs> more about the darts. It's generally just me going, ah, yeah, that sounds good then. Right? <laughs> oh, James, James Wade's going to play, eh? Oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, good. But yeah, so that'll be good. And uh, obviously for, for usual viewers, um, you know, that we'll go to a break, but we'll go to a very different break this time. We were bringing in someone. Bringing uh, in a new guest. Bringing in and a we'll new guest. Changeover. And we'll do the changeover. So that's the kind of content you're missing if you're not it's on like, the Patreon. It's like Doctor Who. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> regenerates. <laughs> this is oh. over. So if you do want um, access to the middle bit of the show and the extra content like the Darts podcast, you'll be back for Cheltenham as well, Connor. Um, and when we rerun the guest spots, you'll be back for that. You'll be back to do another another month as well at some point. I've, in the ju- I've already accepted a new offer from Betfair Podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> He's joined the dark side. Um, so, no, I, so, I, anytime, anytime. Wonderful. So if you do want to hear hear the middle bit, it's uh, patreon.com forward slash trample bet, or just download the Patreon app, search for trample bet podcast. Um, sign up to join the Trample Bet Club. It's £5.50 a month. It really helps us out and you get access to all the extra content and the nice middle bit of the show. And this has a video early release. So you're going to hear that now. The rest of you um, on the normal podcast, the freebie version, enjoy this advert. Catch you soon. Cheers. And now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, December 11th, 2021. But before we get on to that, we have done the Doctor Who style regeneration of our guest. And for the next few weeks, we have longtime Trample Bet collaborator, Dave Greenfield. How are you, Dave? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks, Gorgia. Yeah, really, good. really good. We're, we're coming off uh, an excellent week. Thanks to, thanks to Connor. Although <laughs> we did point out there. It took him four weeks before he got the four out of four. Aye, don't let him don't let him convince you that like this was a first time thing for him. <laughs> so don't feel don't feel any pressure. Um and we've got you know banker value outsider charity as always. But before that, we'll give you a minute or so just to introduce yourself to the to the trampled bet listenership. Yeah, brilliant. So obviously I'm Dave. Uh, I am a villa fan, but I tried mainly because I was my two by my dad who uh, was actually at the 82 um, European Cup final in Rotterdam. <laughs> Interesting fact. but um, That's a good fact. Yeah. Um, I kind of fell out of love with watching Premier League football. So I've actually got a season ticket at my local team, uh, Rush All Olympic. All right, okay. <laughs> that is superb. <laughs> they're oh, in bet. like the um, Southern Central Premier League. I think they're about like four leagues away from like League Two. But, All right. Yeah, you get a few hundred down there and it's like proper football with a beer. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. Sorry, that sounds great. <laughs> That's brilliant. I've got a friend who's on the, the board at Fisher FC. who are a team in London in one of the regional leagues down there. Um, and it's just a great experience. If ever I'm down there and they happen to have a game, you know, it's brilliant, brilliant fun. Real, fo- real football, proper football. Yeah. It's it Saturday at 3pm kickoffs. Yeah, yeah. Saturdays and yeah. Tuesdays, the player. yeah. But it's yeah. uh yeah, you can shout as much abuse as you want and the players can actually hear you and you can hear them. <laughs> you may, ah, you they, may, can, they can fight you if they want to find you. That's the thing. <laughs> but yeah, uh obviously other than that, I'm you know, big horse racing fan for the uh, national and jumps. But you know, that's a big last my picks last week were awful. I had a uh, lucky 15 on last week and it was awful <laughs> not a winner racing. in any single one of them it's, it's horse racing that's the that's the thing about yeah. it like you could um, but it's good the thing with the, the other good thing is like starting your research now just means by Cheltenham you're oh, not going yeah. you're not going on colours <laughs> that's nah, the I, thing you know you, you, you pick up some losers now you know the horses to avoid for Cheltenham yeah <laughs> um, but yeah hey that happens but I'm confident for you for this week so because <laughs> uh, because you picked picked a couple of leagues and stuck with them it wasn't yeah. Uh, wasn't just going to some foreign land for your picks, so I'm, I'm appreciative of it. Brilliant. Awesome, great stuff, Dave. Well, let's uh, let's get cracking. And as usual, we start with the banker bets. And for my banker bet this weekend, I'm very close to home. This is in Glasgow on Sunday at 3 p.m. in the Scottish Premiership. Glasgow Celtic versus Motherwell, and a home win for Celtic is two to nine or one to four, if you can still get the one to four price. Um, Celtic starting to find their feet after getting a new manager in, Ange Postacoglu. 
who came across from the Yokohama F Marinos um, at the uh, at the season break. So they've taken 13 points from their last five league games. So they really are starting to find their feet and put in a bit of form. And their performances have been actually really impressive. So I watched them play my team, Dundee United, at the weekend and absolutely outclasses. They were slicking the ball. They were playing good, direct, attacking football. And they always looked dangerous. Like they could score whenever they wanted, essentially. Yeah. Motherwell, they're also in a good vein of form. But I also saw them last week because we played them midweek uh, and they were far from spectacular. They won 1-0 in a game that was just rubbish. Um, Celtic are the best home team in this league. They've taken 20 points from eight matches, scored 21 goals at Parkhead and only conceded two. So they're just really good at home. They're getting better game by game. They're against a Motherwell team that, while they're picking up some points recently, aren't that great. Celtic have also won the last 11 meetings of these sides at Celtic Park. So that's over the last five years. They've played 11 times at Parkhead. Celtic have won them all, all but one of them by two or more goals. So like... Are you, are you spicing up your banker here? Are you, are you going with like Celtic and over, and over 0.15? Or are you, well, uh, uh, point one? You, could, you could easily handicap this and I think it would be a good bet. But for the purposes of the banker bet, one to four, two to nine, um, at three six five just now because you get the two goal payout, and I fully expect to be paid out early in this uh, on a Celtic win. Good. Well, speaking of early payouts, I am also hopeful for mine. Uh, I am taking Bayern Munich at home to Mainz. Uh, Bayern Munich are Bayern. I feel like sometimes with banker picks, it's not like the Australian league or whatever where I've got to explain how the teams are doing. Everyone knows that Bayern Munich are really good at football. <laughs> um, <laughs> Mainz are all right. You know, Mainz are they're having a decent season. Uh, they're in seventh position, 21 points. Um, Bayern are on 34. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're not the worst team in this league, but they do most of their damage at home. They got a really good win against Wolfsburg at home. Uh, they beat them 3-0, who Wolfsburg have been playing all right. Bayern have the upper hand in this fixture. This is the last five times it's been played. 5-2, 6-1, 6-0, 4-0, and a two-each in 2017 that's not concerning me. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take Bayern Munich to win this. Really low odds this week. Uh, you can get them 2-9 at William Hill. Um, so, you, you know, it's it's a banker is, is there to, to cruise home, and I fully expect Bayern Munich to do so with this. Will, um, will Bayern be getting the same ref they had last week? He's trying to get that boy on the line for, uh, for he, he squeaked his banker over the line. Yeah, um, Be- Bellingham's gone mad at well. Oh, yeah, I've seen been, that. He's been done up, hasn't he, apparently? Yeah, he's been, uh, yeah, he got 35 grand fine. We were just saying earlier yeah. on, it's like, yeah, 35 grand fine for us is life changing, but for him, he's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, fine, sound. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Dave, what have you got in the, the banker slot for us? Um, so I am in the National League on Saturday at three o'clock. So I've got uh, Wrexham to beat Weymouth at one to three. So do you boys know anything about Wrexham? I have a Wrexham top, but that's it. Hi. I got it from TK Maxx about 10 years ago. That's all <laughs> That's hurt. all I can tell you about Wrexham. Apart from Ryan Gosling. Is it not? What's he say? Ryan Reynolds? Sorry. Well, yeah. Okay. So yeah, yeah obviously. If our international listeners are trying to find this game, Wrexham starts with a W. <laughs> yeah, so obviously, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Rob McKenna, I'm not sure if I pronounced his name right, but uh, yeah, obviously, the two actors brought Wrexham at the start of the season, put a bit of money in. They have uh, signed some decent players at the start of the season. They got um, Paul Mullin, who was a definitely top scorer for Cambridge and got Cambridge promoted from League Two to League One, yeah, and has. Uh, they're they're obviously paying him some money to have dropped down to playing in the National League, which if people don't know, the National League is one below League Two. Mm-hmm. So it's it used to be called the conference. Yeah. Uh they've also got they've also managed to pull in Ben Tozer from Cheltenham, who's like was amazing for Cheltenham last season. <laughs> like so I mean, it's what but, having a bankroll will do for you, isn't it? But able to yeah, get these boys. Exactly. But um Rexham were sitting fourth at the minute. Um, 33 points from the 19, uh, yeah, from 19 games. Wrexham are in 19th. Uh, so in the head-to-head, they've played four times. Wrexham have won every single time. A 2-0, a 3-2, 2-0 and a 1-3. Uh, last four games, Weymouth have lost every single game. 
and Wrexham have won three and last one in the last four. So yeah, I, I mean, should be an easy win. I mean, Weymouth, Weymouth are twenty uh, scored twenty one, conceded thirty seven. See if you just said that, I'd have been like, right, doesn't matter. <laughs> that's, that's it off. That's yeah. it off. I'd have done. I'd have been fine with that. But no, that's yeah. that's seems like a good pick. Wrexham are, are on you know decent form at the moment, and yeah, but not. I, I mean, Chesterfield were thirty six points. Uh, Wrexham are in fourth. Um, you know, three three places and three points behind them, so they're not far away from you know automatic no. promotion. Um, but yeah, so a great pick in there, one to three, the highest price of the the, <laughs> the charity, uh, the, sorry, the banker picks. Um, decent. Wrexham with a W for a W. Yeah, w. that's it. That's what we're hoping for. That's it. That's the line we use next week. <laughs> On to the value picks, um, and I think I have. So much value here. Like this should be a banker. I would take this pick if it was two to nine, right? But it's not two to nine. It's three to four, which is ridiculous. Sunday at two thirty p.m. in the German Bundesliga, Greuther Firth versus Union Berlin. Firth, as we've mentioned, are getting absolutely destroyed every single week. They've now lost their last twelve league matches in a row, and the score lines are getting worse rather than better for them. Their last three games have finished 4-0, 6-3, and then 7-1. Bottom of the table with only one point from 14 games. And Union are good. They're sixth in the Bundesliga, 23 points from 14 matches. There's not much to say about this, apart from 3-4 to four is just huge. So as, as, soon as, as soon as you hear this, lock that price in, or as close as you can get to that price. You can get 3-4, 7-10, anything over 1-2. It's it's enormous. Like they've lost twelve league matches in a row, and they, and it hasn't even been close. Are you? T- I Union should be like one to six here. Yeah, I mean, I think the bookies just think that they'll break their 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 streak at some point. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, I would fucking back Wrexham against them at this point. Like, I mean, there's, there's <laughs> all, you know, I, I, that boy for Chesterfield will be banging them in and this, this thing. But yeah, I can't see anything wrong with that, and it, it's as much of a you know. To give to give a to give an idea of how good a pick this is, we get I, I we do our picks you know on Monday or Tuesday, and I know that Andy did his fucking picks early this week because he wanted this. Right, he was up like he, wanted got, he wanted this game. He's like texting nine a.m. Monday morning, an unseen time in his in his uh, life. He's texting has been like, oh guys, I think this is the the, the pick of the week. I uh, great. Um, so yeah, is is there a massive gap of quality between? German League Two and the Bundesliga. No, really. Just that it's just, they've just fallen apart. Terrible. Like it's because it, yeah. you know, look at the teams down in that. I mean, I'll, I'm back in St. Pauli later on in this game. Who are you know they they have been a Bundesliga team before and they they didn't go down as dramatically. This is just a Derby County situation where like yeah, it's a collapse. Yeah, yeah. the Bundesliga Two is not that. I mean, Union were in it for a while and then came up and were able to hold their own in the Bundesliga. You know. To, Teams can do it. It's just they are not doing it. Yeah. And everything. And I think the worse it gets, why are they going to put money into getting better when they're definitely getting relegated? You yeah. can consolidate that. Don't put good money after bad. Except you're getting relegated and build for coming back up and having a good Bundesliga two season next year. I'd be amazed if if they suddenly tried to rescue this season because in all honesty, it's kind of beyond hope. Yeah. I mean, that's a good way to end that pick. Uh, and, and I'll move on to my value in here. Uh, my value is not in uh, the Bundesliga. It's not even in Germany. Uh, my value this week uh, is in the Scottish League One. And this is Peterhead versus East Fife. I give you really only one reason for this. East Fife have one point away from home this season in eight games. It doesn't matter. I mean, Peterhead are the fourth best team, you know, at, at, at home. They've got 14 points from eight games. It, you know, East Fife lost to Banks of D in the Scottish Cup at the weekend in a, in a what would be banked as a, you know, a cup set. It's not that much. But like all the Banks of D fans were talking about before it, saying like they, East Fife got a man sent off during the during the game. Like they couldn't even control themselves against a lower league team. Um, it, truly bizarre and it's not a good time to be an East Fife fan luckily there's only about 10 of them um, 
So yeah, you've got Peterhead, uh, you know, they're in seventh with 18 points. East Fife are in 10th with 12 points. But those 12 points have mostly come at home and they are not playing at home this week. You're going to get Peterhead, what I think is the quite ridiculous odds of 10 to 11 in this game. So uh, my value pick is uh, Peterhead and hopefully we can have a, a an East Fife Greater Firth kind of combination of <laughs> performance. <laughs> Certainly that level of dedication is what I'd be looking for from the East Fife players. I like this pick. I like it a lot because Peter Head are at home. Yeah. It's not an easy journey. Um, and it's not an easy place to go. And and as you say, they're good at home and East Fife are bad away. I, I, I like it a lot. Talking about East Fife and their fans, I, I ground hop when there isn't a United game on and just try and get round all the grounds. So I actually went to an East Fife game. I cannot remember who they were playing, but myself and my mate Mark went for a pie at like half an hour into the game and left my brother in the stand. And we're down getting our pie and there's a big a big cheer but it's 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 not your normal cheer so uh-huh. we come back we, we come back uh to our seats and to my brother and the people around we're like didn't happen they're like yeah a policeman got hit by the ball and his hat came off right like, <laughs> oh, that, hey, that's, oh that's hilarious so we watched the the rest of the first half and then they were reading the scores out of all the games and it turned out not only did a policeman get his hat knocked off but there'd been a fucking goal in that game that no one mentioned <laughs> <laughs> no one thought to go oh when you were getting a pie and there was a goal scored yeah <laughs> no a policeman got his hat knocked off instead so. I don't know what that tells you about East Fife well, well, there yeah. you go they, 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 they are not great so but I mean Dave what have you got in the value slot for us what what, what takes your fancy uh, right so I am in uh, League 2 in England again 3 o'clock Saturday I think all my yeah all my games Saturday at 3 nice o'clock, traditional actually. times that's good yeah. So like um, I've got Mansfield to beat Salford at eleven to eight. Okay, uh, yeah, that's uh, a big price. Yeah, uh, Mansfield, Mansfield are playing right now and are currently yeah. beating Carlisle one nil. So yeah, yeah. That, that bodes well. Um, yeah, Mansfield are in fifteenth, Salford are in eleventh, but there is only one point between them in the league. Um, Mansfield have only lost one game in the last eight which mm-hmm. uh, includes two FA Cup wins, but one was against Sunderland and one was against Doncaster last uh, yeah last week. And they're both a league higher than Mansfield. So they've got some form at the minute, Mansfield, which at the start of the season, they were bad. They were all over the shop at the start of the season. Uh, they did not win a game in the league till uh, the 30th of October. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, the 30th of October. It's not a great spot to be in, is that? It, it's not, but since then, they have won two foot. They've won seven out of the last eight games yeah. that they've played. Um, Salford is Salford. <laughs> just, they, they seem to be just be absolutely in a rut, Salford. I mean, they've yeah. gone from having, whether they, they've just stopped putting money into it and just thought, right, this we'll, is we'll it. We'll see what happens. We need yeah. to, consolidate what we're doing and just stick with the manager but I mean Gary Boy is not a great manager I'm I'm surprised he's there but I think Neville's had a lot of stick for when he kept saying he United should stick more soul score and people were like you've just sacked like about five managers in the last yeah. <laughs> two seasons so you can't say anything but yeah they're not you know Salford yeah they're not being they're not being great they got beat by Chesterfield in the cup Saturday as well. I know they didn't put out a uh, full side, that, but but yeah, I just think Mansfield have just got they've just got form behind them at the moment. That's why I just I, I fancy them. I mean, I, I looked at so I looked at all your obviously we sent through our picks and I looked at all your picks. Salford have got seven points away from home from eight games this season. Yeah, like the, you know that's not a great thing. Scored nine, conceded twelve. Whereas you're right, Mansfield's home form, considering how shit they were until October, <laughs> you know they've taken fifteen points from ten games. You know, and 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 yeah, that's forty scored fourteen, conceded twelve. Happy with that, and eleven to eight. I, I think I think you've got it on. The, you're in the right spot with the value there. And that you're definitely of, on the right side of that, and, yeah. and and they get an extra day of rest playing tonight in Salford, yeah. having to play tomorrow mm-hmm. um, away in Barrow, so that probably helps as well. It certainly won't hinder having the extra day. Like it, go for it. Brilliant. Really good. 
Now on to our outsider picks. And this is where we try and find something the bookies have priced up as an underdog. Uh, Gordon's shaking his head already because he knows <laughs> what's coming here. Saturday, 3pm, a good traditional football kickoff time in the Scottish Premiership. St Mirren versus Hibs. Um, and you're going to get an away win for Hibs at 2-1, to one, which quite frankly is too big. That is that is what I'm basing this on. Gordon will not like this because he's a Hibs fan and he obviously has memories of uh, games where Hibs have done poorly against sides that they should be easily. Hibs are just too big a price. St Mirren, eight games in a row without a win. Now, they're only two points behind Hibs in the league table, but Hibs have two games in hand as well. So St Mirren have only scored twice across their last six games. So not only are they not really picking up points, they're not winning games, they're not even scoring goals. And whilst Hibs aren't in the greatest form themselves, on paper, they are definitely a better team. And the last five times the sides have met is Midden Park. So that goes back to 2018. Hibs have won all of them. I don't disagree Gordon, with any why of is you. It not, why is it not a good I don't pick? disagree with any one. of your reasoning, right? It is the fact that every time you fucking back Hibs, right, we get pumped. And this is going to be one of these St Mirren turnaround the season days where we lose 4-0 and they find their feet. We're 3-0 down at half time and he makes a whole bunch of substitutions. St Mirren hate us as well and they hate us because we keep stealing all their players. Jack Ross is just like, anyone who's good at St Mirren is just, there you go, you're a Hibs player now. That's it. That is, that's that's all that happens. And it happens every year and it's, it's actually not great for St Mirren because they, they have got a really good academy. You know, they all the McGinns. If there was more McGinns, we'd have signed more McGinns, but there isn't. Um, you know, and we continually do it. I just every time you back Hibs, we are shite, right? And we um, and any time we have to play against someone who's in this, like I would rather play against Celtic, like at full parkhead, where you know we've been shite because then we turn up when we're expected to go out and win. We have the worst form. It's just we now, lost to I know, I know you. I know you. I know you say that but you have won the last five meetings with St Mirren at St Mirren. In a row. I, I don't, as no. I said, there's no disagreement with any of the sound statistical reasoning behind this. You are correct on all fronts. It's just, I know what's going to happen, right? <laughs> so that just, I don't want this clip replayed as some kind of clip for later on. I don't want this as evidence that, you know, that I was correct. I would just rather you quietly lost, <laughs> you quietly lost this and just fucking got on with it because that's, that's just as what's going to happen. Um, but no, I, I don't think I don't think it's a bad pick. Two to one is ridiculous in comparison to the fact that St Mirren are are, are are woeful. I follow quite a lot of St Mirren fans that we work with on Facebook and on exactly. Twitter, and, and, and I, we was, are unhappy. I was talking to one of them today that reckons they're going to be in a relegation battle. Yeah. And the fact that they've managed to amass a few more points than Dundee and Ross County already might be what really helps them this season. If they can keep that six seven point gap just rolling, yeah. they might be okay. But otherwise, they're going to be in serious trouble. And that's coming from someone that watches them every week. So, yeah. no, I, li- I like the price. I like the 2-1 price. It's an outsider anyway. So. It's an outsider. You're right. Your last one lost 5-0. So, 4-0 wouldn't have been Um I am in Australia for my pick. Uh, this is a Saturday one. It might, it might be the first pick of the pod, actually, uh, that, that goes off. And this is Western State Wonders versus MacArthur FC. I'm going to take MacArthur FC at what I consider the quite spicy price of 11-5. to five. Get them up to two to one on. Uh, uh, you get them at two to one and other bookies as well. Um, MacArthur FC picked, pulled off the shock of the season so far uh, last week. Uh, myself and uh, Joey were talking about it uh, on our on our group chat. Um, they are. This was a couple of weeks ago. Now this was uh, they, they beat Sydney FC. Um, so they were four to one. They kicked off at and beat Sydney FC. Had none of the ball. Well, had, had had none of the ball, but. Had the same amount of shots on goal, uh, goal attempts, same amount of um, shots on goal. Like they're a counter attacking team and, and they've been pretty decent so far. Uh, they're actually top of the table. Fair enough. Three games played, they've, they've got seven points. And uh, Western State Wanderers, who they're playing, are in fourth with five points. But Western State in there, they lost a cup game. Uh, they lost the, the <laughs> a cup game to a really lower league team midweek. They lost to the APIA Tigers. I'm not even sure they're in that. Like I'm not even. I, I don't even know what that cup is. Do you know what I mean? Like it like it, it could be some regional cup. They could have basically lost to some children. They're playing a school. Um, I'm a big fan of that name though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the APIA Tigers. They, they play in the NPL 
um, for New South Wales. So that must be like yeah, some yeah. lower division. Um, yeah, Western State Wanderers, they, they brought on all their players like Demi Petratos and Kagawa, uh, Ogawa in the second half and couldn't couldn't turn it around. Um, I, you know, MacArthur weren't fantastic last season, but they've got a bit of vein of form. It's early on in Australia. We haven't seen the volume of goals we've been seeing. Uh, for the last couple of years because listen to MacArthur's uh, FC's results 1-0 1-0 1-1 and then there was a pre-season game they won 2-0 uh, you know in, in the Western State Wanderers games there's been 2-0 there's not been those kind of a 2-0 a 0-0 in there there's not been the like 5-9 or like 8-2 that seems to like you know John Walker was banking on for years but I like MacArthur FC here it's early on in the season I don't think I would fancy a coin flip at taking Western City Wonders at six to five. Uh, I'd much rather have the the guys at eleven to five. So MacArthur FC away eleven to five. What what random uh, English or Scottish players do MacArthur FC have? Because I, I looked the other day, and there's that many random ex like <laughs> Scottish and English players in. They've the got Adelaide. Jordan Much, Jordan Much, and go. Craig Noon. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it two Craig Noon, formerly of Bolton, Cardiff, and Brighton? Um, but yeah, I think uh, Western State Wonders have Ziggy Gordon, uh, who is one of our Scots abroad. So I can't really slate him too much because I know he sometimes lists. <laughs> so enjoy the game this weekend, mate. If you could just ensure that Mark MacArthur would win from my outsider, that'd be smashing. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Dave, what have you got in the outsider slot? Okay, so <laughs> this comes in three parts. <laughs> Here we go. Right. So the one that we're gonna that we're gonna back just for the treble. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bournemouth Blackburn again, three o'clock Saturday English Championship. Fancy Blackburn. They are four to one for the outside. Um, Bournemouth are in second, 43 points. Blackburn in fourth, 36 points. But Blackburn are top of the form table in the championship, 13 points from five games, scored 10, conceded two. Bournemouth, 12th in the form table. They only took six, six points from the last five games, scoring 10, conceding seven. Uh, Blackburn, you know, a few weeks ago they got absolutely hammered by Fulham. They lost seven uh, nil mm-hmm. by Fulham, but since then they've won the last four, drawn one. Uh, they've only lost. They've only, that's the only loss to Fulham. Is there any loss in the last eight games? Bournemouth only won one in the last six. Um, so they they started off the Derby, this- did they not? Fairly yeah. recently, <laughs> they started off the season brilliantly. Um, Bournemouth, they were unbeaten and then they lost to uh Peterborough. No, sorry, they lost to Preston 2 mm-hmm. 1. And since losing to Preston, they've beat Swansea 4 0, lost to Derby 3 2, drew with Millwall, drew with Coventry when they were 2 0 up. I know they had a man sent off, but in Coventry scored light, and then they drew with Fulham 1 1, which obviously. You know, that's not a bad result, but they were again leading in that game. I just think Blackburn are just flying for some reason. They've just come from Ben Brereton. Ben Brereton Diaz is the Chilean superstar. This is part of my thing. So I really fancy Blackburn to win, both teams to score, and Ben Brereton Diaz to score any time, which gives you 14 to 1. Brilliant. Wow. That is a strong but, start. I like that. But it's four, it's four to one for the straight up Blackburn yeah, win. Yeah, just four to That'll one. That'll be going up. down as the outsider pick. Yeah, with yeah, the, yeah. With the bonus selections yeah. added on top. Taking us yeah, to but yeah, ben, ben Brereton is absolutely. It, it, since he's randomly got called up by Chile for the Copper America, he has been absolutely on fire. I think it's a brilliant, like, it's such a good, because he played like Euro under 19s, like played a friendly international for England and then he was just like, fuck it, chilly. And then just gone with, like, it's, it's, it's a, if you gave me the opportunity or anyone the opportunity to be like, right, I'm probably not going to make this national team. How about I go play some of the world's best players like every two years? Fantastic. Like, I mean, and he's, he's back. Mom, I mean, his mum is Chilean. 
Yeah. But, like, so obviously that's how he qualifies, but I'm not sure how his mom ended up in Stoke because that's where he was born. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but he's, yeah, but, he's banging them in for Chile as well. He scored, yeah, he scored yeah. against Paraguay. He scored against Venezuela. He can score against Bournemouth. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, just that Blackburn have just got so much momentum behind him at the minute. Just it, and, and Bournemouth have just stuttered a little bit. So I just think four to one, just straight up for the wins, a good price. Definitely on your 14 to one shot. Yeah, <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely have a nibble of that for sure. So that's the main that's the main podcast picks. All that's left now is our charity treble. Um, I'm gonna kick us off. I don't know if it'll be the first game, uh, but it is earlier than the traditional Saturday 3 p.m. kickoff, so it might be. I'm in Germany um for Magdeburg versus Osnabrück. And a home win here for Magdeburg is even money. Now, this is a bet purely against Osnabrück, who have been gambling kryptonite in the past few weeks. The last three games have seen them draw three each with Mannheim, lose 1-0 at home to Freiburg 2 as a 3-5 to favourite, and then draw 0-0 at home to bottom of the league, Havelsa as a 1-4 to favourite last weekend. And giving Havelsa points is, is yeah. awful. Just really, really, really bad. They've quite frankly been absolutely rotten and they've been running to these games as heavy odds on shots and just doing absolutely nothing. And now they're away from home against top of the table Magdeburg, who are not just top of the league overall, they're also top of the five-game form guide as well, having won four of their last five uh, league games. Um, so on top of that, they're also unsurprisingly the league's best home team, taking 19 points from eight home games. Form-wise, the pick here is a Magdeburg win for sure, and, and even money is a good price, and I'm hoping that that boosts our charity treble slightly. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I am going to be in Germany. I'm going to be a league awesome. up from Andy. Uh, ah, so they put this league as Vi. Yes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I am... Uh, so this is Dusseldorf versus St. Pauli. And I'll be taking St. Pauli away from home at 17 to 11. Now, <laughs> this to me, the price to me doesn't make sense here. I think this is every week you kind of get a feel for what you think the best pick you've brought to the pod. The best pick on the podcast this week is Union Berlin, but that's only because Andy got to it first, right? The best pick that I've brought to this is definitely Dusseldorf versus St. Pauli. St. Pauli are top of the table, and they're not top of the table squeaking by. They're six points clear of the uh, Darmstadt below them. You know, they've scored 36 goals, conceded 19. Dusseldorf are in 11th place. They're of 19 points. You know, that's tied. You know, they're only they're only five points away from the relegation zone. Never mind, uh, you know, St. Pauli been, been, been six clear at the top. Dusseldorf have only scored 22. They've conceded 23 you know, St. Pauli are the third best form team in the last five games, taking 10 points. Dusseldorf have taken four. The thing that makes this game iffy is that Dusseldorf have beaten St. Pauli the last four times they've played home and away. Now, they, 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 they you know, and it's 2-0, 3-0, 2-1, 2-1. These were not games, you know, that they were the first two were relatively close, but, you know, losing 3-0 both times isn't fantastic. I just think St. Pauli are, you know, far too large a price uh, for being top of the table. You know, Dusseldorf at home, they lost to Heidenheim, you know, they they, they, they lost to Padover, uh, Paderborn recently, they beat Carlsruhe, they beat Heracles in a friendly. Um, you know, they're, they're not been fantastic in there. St. Pauli are dismal, uh, dismantling teams at the moment. They beat Schalke last week, they beat Nuremberg, they beat Sandhausen. Uh, I just think it's a, it's a good spot to be back in them and, and this could have been value, but I thought it was better placed in the charity purely because it would boost up the odds quite a bit. So get them at 17 to 11. Uh, and that's that's actually the second game um, because it's a later kickoff. It's the one the one later game. Yeah. Um, so, Dave, what have you got to round off this this winning charity treble? <laughs> Hopefully it should be. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm in League Two at three o'clock again on Saturday. And it's Oldham against Forest Green Rovers, and I'm back in Forest Green Rovers at four to five. Uh, pretty simple. Forest Green at top, forty points, scored thirty-four goals. Oldham twenty-third with fifteen points. They've actually scored sixteen and conceded thirty in the last things. Uh, Forest Green not lost in the last eight league games. They've lost one in the last twelve. Uh, they haven't lost to Oldham in the last six meetings with three wins and three draws. Uh, for uh, They have not lost 
a league game at all this season for his Green Rovers. And Oldham are bottom of the home form table with seven points from nine games. So, <laughs> I mean, you could have just said, you could have just turned around and went, here, this is the current score. They're up 3 0 at half time versus yeah, Harrogate. Harrogate yeah. And now they're going to go play someone at their actual home. Yeah. yeah, it's. I think that's a brilliant pick in there. It's the best. And what are you getting the odds wise at then? Uh, four to five. Brilliant. Yeah. Really good. That seems obscene. Really, really good. <laughs> like it a lot. So, just, I mean, Oldham have just been, I know they've had issues off the field uh, with ownership and stuff, but uh, I think they've, you know, they've just been a really poor side. So, and Forest Green are just absolutely flying. Yeah. Oh. Well, hey, you, you saw, but you, you see, as soon as you went for it, and I was like, I've already, I backed them tonight, right? Not knowing that you'd, that was the, that was one of the picks that I'd, like, I'd looked at all of them, and I was thinking, oh, when I went through tonight, I used your weekend knowledge to back them, and they're already up 3 <laughs> 0. So yeah. I'm liking this pick a lot. Superb. And that's a tenner of our own money on those three matches as a treble, and all the proceeds go to charity if we win. When we win. When we, we win. Yeah. When we win. Um, so that was that was this week's podcast. A lot, obviously, um, a lot of picks to go through. Uh, if you want to have all the picks written down in a handy cheat sheet format, you can find that on our Patreon page um, alongside all the other good stuff. So this, this podcast has a video um, with a nice bit in the middle of extra picks, the cheat sheet of all the picks written down, extra content podcast. We'll get Connor back to, to review the World Darts Championship coming up as well. Loads of good stuff. Patreon.com forward slash Trample Bet or download the Patreon app, search for Trample Bet Podcast, £5.50 a month to join the Trample Bet Club. Help us out with uh, with our running costs and give us something back to the show. We'd really, really appreciate it. We also have a very active Facebook community. Search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook. Ask to join the group. Get involved in that. Loads of guys putting good picks um, for what they've got on their ACAs or, you know, different bits of information across all sports actually uh so come and be a part of the community on facebook that's absolutely free um and it's and it's good fun as well dave thank you so much for stepping in as our as our guest this week yeah thank you guys um and we'll see you back next week obviously you get you, you get you get to do a few here um <laughs> so you know you've got a bit of time to try and match connor's four of four <laughs> yeah you've got a couple of weeks for that but we are yeah. expecting it soon to be honest <laughs> okay uh, 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 hey who knows we might get connor back sooner rather than later if gordon says anything similar to or uses the word cup set again <laughs> <laughs> You're on, a wa- you're on a warning <laughs> that's the show for this week it's been great fun thanks very much guys happy hunting bye the Trample Bet podcast is produced by Andy Bond Gordon McLarnan and Gary Black part of the Sports Social Podcast Network find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk Sports Social Podcast Network Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.